So you know when you're in a fighting game and you get stuck on a taunt and someone gets a free shot on you? Isn't that exactly what happened here? Yeah, it was like, is it a special move that the guy ran? Did he do like a down forward low punch? Yeah. Or was, was it a down, like a, it, it, a down forward low punch is like his, his, uh, his <laughs> wrench, his, his, his 30 pound wrench. Is this like a glitch, a glitch move too, where you just keep throwing <laughs> wrenches and yeah. it's like, Do you think it's a, like, maybe it's a boomerang? I don't know. Is yeah, a boomerang I like back? It. I would, I would love to to see what else, what other moves the Sandman has. Mm. Clearly, he's not going to be going down by Scorpion's fireball yeah. by oh, any man, means. Yeah. Clearly, yeah, <laughs> so, it's fireproof. He's got blades for days. Van Dam should have been paying attention too. By the way, he's walking around. This guy's taunting him. You never know when a wrench is going to come flying at you. Yeah, you just got to watch out. He had his guard up though, and it didn't matter. <laughs> he just got it, done it broke, flexing. It broke. It broke the guard. Like, would it, would it, wouldn't it be better if it hit him while flexing? Like, that's what it should have done. The guy, would, the guy got mad that he taunted him. That's what happened. Yeah. So yeah. he had to throw you a wrench. Well, yeah, the first first rule is you don't taunt the Sandman, so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, welcome back. This is episode 127 of The Last Row Podcast. Too if many. you're looking for our website, you're new, check it out, thelastrowpodcast.com. Follow us on all the social channels, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at The Last Row Pod. And if you are enjoying the show, Please consider heading out to Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review wherever you can. Thanks to everyone that's done so, so far. I'm excited to be talking about my man, JCVD, here, Bad Way. Yeah, man. So I'm going to be honest with the people. I'm a little under the weather, not feeling great. So if I'm a little crabby or a little out of it or a little cranky, you know, hold it against me. I did <laughs> like this movie, so that's good. At least it wasn't a bad movie. It, was, it wasn't bad. So, yeah. It's all right. Should we get right into it? Let's get right into it. Let's, Let's go right to uh, Death Warrant, September 14th, 1990. Drew, did you know this movie existed? I didn't until yeah. I didn't. It was almost called Dusted, which I would have. I think it's a better, better name. A six-year-old Drew would have watched Dusted in the theater. I, I did not Death know Warrant. this existed. I only knew this existed recently when I started going through Van Damme's yeah. you know, mov- moviography. It's kind of a hidden gem in the in the Van Damme uh Cinema, cinematography. What, what, what C- cinematic it? history? C- cinematic history. Cinematography. What? What the hell? Filmography. Is it Filmography. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. That always got the no. brain eating, brain eating amoeba. Yeah. No. Yeah. But it's it's maybe underappreciated. Nobody talks about Death Warrant. I feel when they, when they bring up Grand Damn movies, it's pretty enjoyable. It's short. Hour twenty nine runtime. Just Perfect. right. Just right. Under 90? Are you serious? Under 90. Not under or less. The dream. Our, pi- our, our alternate yeah. podcast. The dream here. Genre, action slash martial arts. Directed by Darren Serafian. Written by David S. Goyer. This was his first screenplay I saw. Was it his, was it his first screenplay? I think so. It was his first or one of his first. Ooh, and it, interesting. It's interesting. I liked it. I liked what it. do you know? What do you know about Darren Serafian, Drew? I don't know anything about him, but I know about David Goyer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know what? This guy has directed 60 things, according to IMDb. Anything and, that you know or we know? Uh, Death Warrant. <laughs> <laughs> the famous director of Death Warrant. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. 
No, oh. yeah, this guy. Screw this guy. He, he directed an episode of House. A couple right. episodes of House. Okay. Yeah, so good for him. Anyways, uh, Death Warrant, IMDb, 5.7 out of 10. I think it's probably just Pro- right. Probably too high, but not for us. Not for us. This is Rot- too low for me. Yeah. Rotten Tomato, 29%. Too probably low. Probably right. Probably right. Too low. I don't know. Metacritic, 34%. Too low. I'll allow it. Letterbox, 2.7 out of 5. They know. It's literally too low because I gave it a three. And yeah, I have the, one of the but, votes. But they know, 2.7. That's like, that's respect, I feel. It's, it, it's good, in my opinion. This is a yeah. good movie, but it's, well, we, could t- we get into it. We'll get into it. I mean, it, is but. it good? I don't know. It's, it's enjoyable. I liked it. I liked it's it. It's good and I liked it. Short and sweet. In a violent and corrupt prison, decorated cop Louis Burke must infiltrate the jail to find answers to a number of inside murders. What he finds is a struggle of life and death tied into his own past. Rated R. Is it really more? I mean, it kind of is in his own past, but it wasn't for a specific yeah. reason. I'm going to be honest with you. I watched this movie like 12 hours ago. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I'll like, walk you through it. I mean, I, I know he went. I know he went undercover to prison to to like under un, undercover what happened. But like the inner workings of who did what and when and why, like I didn't get it. But okay, it's okay. I'll, it doesn't matter. You. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It yeah. does, it's it's Van Damme kicking yeah. ass and flexing and going. Ah. I'll tell you. I mean, not to spoil a freaking 30, 40 year old movie for you. It's what thirty, a thirty year old movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, as soon as as soon as he went into the prison and they went, you oh, AB blood. That's that's a yeah. rare type. I was like, oh, okay, they're harvesting organs. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Goes without saying, if yeah. you have not seen this movie and you want you don't want to know what's you you don't know, want to know what's going on, then yeah. pause it right now and, yeah. and watch that. But we're not really going to get into the plot. So uh, taglines. So there's only one again, short and sweet. There's not a lot about this movie out there. In Bloodsport and Kickboxer, he won it all. Now there are no rules, no escape, and nobody's playing games. Nobody is playing games. Nobody's playing games. Like it, it's fine, but I, I don't like the mentioning of the other movies in the Yeah, I don't lines. like it either. I don't like when they do that. I don't like it either. I mean, this like, is, I think, his next one after those, but I don't like it. Yeah, he's still not like fully Van Damme yet, is he? Like, I don't I, know. Bloodsport made him Van Damme, yeah. but... Kickbox. I mean, those are his two probably biggest, but I love Lionheart. Like, I think Lionheart yeah. is an underrated movie. I, well, maybe but, I'll save it for the JCVD section, but. But is he like a household name? At, maybe after at Kickboxer. I don't know. Maybe maybe after Kickboxer. Maybe. maybe. maybe All right. He did, he did Cyborg and then Kickboxer. Okay. When, yeah. Universal Soldier was what, 92? I think it was. It's yeah. not on it the IMDb after, page. For it, it was after this. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I think, he, I think this is where he is. This is where he is a household name. Like this yeah. movie might have been been up there because yeah. Double Impact was also ninety ninety one as well. So mm-hmm. it's like right around that time. But yeah, so and and honestly, it made a good amount of money. So it had a financial budget of six million, and then it made a worldwide gross of of around forty six point seven, which because is pretty good. This is the time, man. Nineteen ninety on the dot. Yeah, if you want to make a dumb action movie about a guy going to prison undercover. To infiltrate, who cares? Because he's going to kick somebody. Yeah. 1990 was the year to do it. But see, like they don't, and I hate to say this again, you can quote me, but they don't make them like they used to because they can't make them like they used to. They no. they tried, like obviously very timely, John Wick is out right now. John Wick is like the modern version of this, but it's a good movie. Like these, I don't think were really good movies at the time. Like it wasn't no. film or cinema. You know, it's it's just like, let's put the action star in a, in a situation and let him kick some people. 
That's what it is. Is it safe to say, and now this might be controversial, but is it safe to say that the modern day action movie is like the superhero movie? Because like, honestly, at this Maybe. point, like, I haven't even, and I'm going to probably blaspheme everybody, and I'm a comic book fan. Oh, blaspheme. Like, I'm right. out on the MCU right now. It's too much. Too, too much. much. They're doing too much. Too I can't years. keep up with it. I don't really care anymore. Let's make less movies. Like, I'm good with less. Now these, it's like, just put the big action star in it, and it's like, you just have a movie. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Like, it's a time period thing, too, I feel. Well, well, you, you see it, but they're, they're more, they're, they're larger budgets now. Like True. Like, the, the Rock is one, where it's like, even he's died down. But, like, think about the mid-2000s to, like, early 2010s. You got The Rock. Wahlberg was another. They tried it with Statham. He's not really a leading man, I don't think, as far as, you know, making money in at the box office. But he, he's a good secondary guy. Yeah. He's you, great. They, they tried. Yeah, he's great. But, like, they tried to have this. And I think they made they tried to make Wahlberg a thing, and it worked for a while. Just put Wahlberg in a situation, hand Wahlberg a gun, and have him go hunt people down, whether it's in, in the military or on the streets. And it and it worked. But they're they're still different movies then because the, because they try correct to flesh out the story a little more these days. Whereas yeah. these types of movies, it was just for crowd pleasing, right? Uh, yeah, let's, they didn't they didn't let's, need to let's do take Van Damme's shirt off and have him kick people in the face and and let's 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 get to it. I think you know? you know you look at a movie like John Wick is obviously very critically acclaimed, but there was a movie that came out. What was the movie Atomic Blonde? Or was like a one of the co-directors of John Wick made it out with the Charlie Charlize Theron. Yeah, it's pretty good, but it was sort of like a modern day of one of these. And same thing with some of these other ones where. Maybe you look at like a lot of the Liam Neeson movies, like Taken was a good throwback to this yeah, type of movie. Yeah, that's true. Liam There's Neeson no is the guy, yeah. And it's, but they're entertaining. Like Equalizer came out right around the, mm-hmm. the time of 2014 when John Wick came oh. out. There's there's some other movies. Equalizer is so good. Equalizer is a great movie. And and I remember watching that in the theater thinking like, this is awesome. Yeah. It's like, a, and th- these, look, these are the types of movies that I love because it's simple plot. It's just awesome action and it's fun to watch and you don't have to get too invested in it. And yeah. I think it's, it's like a good segue because I want to talk to you about like JCVD as an action star in the nineties. So you mentioned some of his movies earlier. I am honestly right now I'm on a JCVD kick yeah. and I'll just be honest with you. Like I've watched a bunch of Van Damme movies. I started with Lionheart recently and it just put me down this Van Damme path and we've done, I think, four of his other movies on this show. We did Sudden Death, Sudden Death. We did Bloodsport. We did Hard Target. We did Time Cop, and now we're doing Death Warrant. Welcome like, to the Five Timers Club. Welcome, yeah, induct him in. Yeah. Like, obviously, we're big fans of Arnold. What is your like history with Van Damme? Like, I know we've done these movies, but I don't know that we talked about this yeah. at length before. It's it's late because I was always Arnold, Stallone, Seagal, right? And now. You know, I love Seagal movies, but it's hard to root for him because he's yeah. a scumbag, right? <laughs> True. And like now he's now he's best friends with Vladimir Putin all of a sudden. So <laughs> it's like even harder. It's even harder to root for him, you know. But, he, <laughs> but I mean, I can separate the art from the artist all you want. Like yeah. I, listen to, I listen to Michael Jackson. You know, who knows what's going on over there? Um, yeah, Van Damme. I was late to it, right? I I feel like the first time I saw uh, Bloodsport. I was well into my twenties. I feel like I hadn't seen any many Van Damme movies until until later in my adulthood, and it's been a great ride. Like he's underappreciated, he's underrated. I feel he he's awesome, dude. I I love Arnold. Obviously, Arnold is is my favorite, 
But I could tell you, like, JCVD gives him a run for his money, and I, I totally think he's underappreciated. And I think we talked about this, like, Arnold has his his accent, which gives him sort of this charm. I feel yeah. like, in some ways, I feel like Van Damme's accent was almost like a, a negative against him. And and it's, like, mm. unfortunate because he's a good actor. Like, you you recommended well, to me that I watch JCVD recently. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen that in a long time. So I finally, like, watched it. And what bothered me a little bit was I couldn't find a non-dubbed version of this thing. Like I couldn't, uh, you can't buy the DVD at least anywhere that I could see easily. Yeah. And the only versions that were streaming that I could find were the dubbed version. And he goes in and out of, of English. So there's some of the scenes of him acting in English. But if you guys have not seen this movie, go watch this movie. It's fantastic. And there's a monologue that he gives that breaks the, the, the fourth wall or whatever. And he mm-hmm. does it all in French. And Man, like if I've never seen an example of like a guy speaking of his native tongue, like doing such a good job acting his heart out, like, you know, we talk about not talking in doing an accent or doing not your language, like takes all your acting powers. Yeah. Like maybe he gets a bad rap because he's trying to do English well, and it's tough. Here's the thing. And this is not my views. This is like what this is like what happened back in these times, right? French Canadian, you know. They kind of like dub it a quote unquote wussy, wussy voice. Maybe people, people are not, you know, United States is not cool with French. It's like, oh, a pansy French guy. Well, it's like I he's think Belgian that, though, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah, but like, but, but it's still like, he has like a French-ish accent. Oh yeah. I mean, he literally is like the French language. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and that's kind of what I feel like separates him from, from Arnold when he gets to talk about that charm. True. Like it's held against Van Damme, whereas it's, it's for Arnold. But what JCVD has is I feel that it's obvious that he's trying in every movie he does. Yeah. He's trying hard. Even if the movie is not giving him anything, he's going to, he's giving it his all. And he's, he's at least putting forth the maximum effort. Yeah. I should say. Oh, I totally agree with you. And you're right. I think maybe like the German is like a tougher thing or Austrian, like uh, yeah. Stallone with the tougher yeah. accent versus like the romantic French kind of sure. accent. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think, man, I have, and I have a, I have a JCVD action figure on pre-order right now that I can't mm. wait to get. It's like a combination of Bloodsport and Kickboxer. It's I, I can't wait. It's got a concerning bulge to it, I feel. It does. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited yeah. to get this thing. But I want to like yeah. put him in all kinds of splits. It's awesome. Yeah. No, yeah. So I, I feel that even like Stallone and obviously Seagal, like they would they would phone in if a movie's, you know, what do they care? You know? But JCVD, he's always trying, man. He's always giving in his effort, his, his, his A plus effort. Yeah. What I, what I want to know with all these guys is like, I wish I want to. Why didn't they ever make a video game where you could be all of these guys against each other? Like, I know they got to sign on, like a like, fighting game, or yeah, like, like a, a fighting game. Yeah, dude, that would be awesome. like a Street Fighter, you know. But well, like you play Seagal versus Van Damme, or you know Stallone, yeah. you got Arnold, you got Dolph Lundgren, I don't know Wesley Snipes, you know, Chuck Norris, who knows. <sighs> It would be like, like how, a licensing how, nightmare, I guess. Yeah, how I guess it's a licensing nightmare. Like, let's just couldn't they just like put all the differences aside? Say, guys, let's get the kids some games that they can play here. Like, I know that's, it took it took forty years for Expendables to get made. So that's what I was gonna say. They they made the version, the movie version of that with the Expendables. Yeah. But like the closest you're gonna get to playing Van Damme in a video game is playing Street Fighter the movie, the game, mm, where yeah. you get to play him as Guile, even though it's basically a Mortal Kombat ripoff. It's probably what it was. Probably the worst version of Street Fighter you could possibly have. And yeah. it's impossible to mess <laughs> up Street Fighter, right? It's so hard. But yeah, I'm I'm thinking of, 
you know, late arcade era yeah. fighting game, maybe like Mortal Kombat 3 where they introduce combos. Yeah. That style of graphics. That's what I'm thinking. Now, are you thinking that it would be the actors or all of the, like, forget the licensing. Let's say in yeah. a perfect world, you could yeah. make whatever video game you want. So you're mm-hmm. saying you want like the T-800 versus John Matrix versus like Nico yeah. Toscani. So no, here's the thing. Yeah. So you're, you're picking Arnold or Seagal or Van Damme or whoever, the the, the real name, but then you can, have, you can change the costume. Oh, the skin. The, yeah, the skins. Maybe you get, maybe you get three or four skins. So Man. you can you can have Rambo, you can have the Terminator, you know, you can have Chance Boudreau if you want. Do they have different moves based on Super the skin mullet. that they're wearing too? Like, or is it is it like they have you know what's no? I think moves? I mean is this is generic? this is the nineties. We can't we can't it can't be too complicated. <laughs> and there's going to be down forward, yeah. There's going to be down forward B. It's like I'm I'm not saying we're having fireballs or anything, but yeah, you know, there's special moves. Obviously, man, what a missed opportunity! I know I would I know, pay a lot for would, that. It would never happen, but like. The licensing aside, like I would I take my hundred dollars. You know, video <laughs> games are usually at that point they were like forty dollars. I'll give you an extra sixty to yeah. make this happen. I think a lot of people would would have probably yeah. paid for that because it would have been awesome. And they could have done it like you said in the Mortal Kombat style, where even if you look at Mortal Kombat One and Mortal Kombat, I guess Mortal Kombat One because it looked like mocap essentially because yeah. it was the, the the actors and Johnny yeah. Cage is famously modeled after Van Damme. I mean sure. that's that's a thing, right? That's partly why he does a split and all that other stuff. But no, man, that that's a that's an awesome idea. Like if yeah. we could ever sell anything, it's forget quit our jobs and, and license this game. Let's go. Like, let's go if, try if, to do if it. If we were like indie video game developers, right? You know, we can make this game and like use their likeness, but not yeah. really it's them. Not them. It's not really them. <laughs> I've seen it happen in other in other avenues. Oh man, enough that wrong, we don't get sued. Wrong career. Wrong career, guys. What do you so? What do you think about him and and where he ranks compared to those? Do you think that you would put Van Dam ahead of those other guys, like based on where you no. are now in your life? Yeah, I feel like he's higher than he would have been, but I still like Arnold and Seagal better than yeah. him. Like as their movies go, the movies. Yeah. See, yeah. and you you said this before. We're gonna have to do a Seagal movie coming up here soon because we gotta we we can't touch on it here. Like we said. You you said this before you recorded. If we're going to rip on Seagal, we got to wait till we do a Seagal episode. But yeah. there is a huge feud between Seagal and Van Damme that we just have to talk about on our next Seagal episode. But yeah. I I think you mentioned this a while back, but Seagal doesn't really have that many movies when you look at it. And maybe Van Damme's kind of the same. Like it was a sh- it was a short run, but he man he was on top. It's kind of like if you think about Stone Cold Steve Austin's run in WWF, mm-hmm. you know the Attitude Era. It wasn't that long. It was it's like a, a five years. year run. It's yeah. a couple of years, and then he got hurt, and then it was over. Yeah. But like the impact, you know, it's the same it type huge. of thing. Same I, type of thing from like 80, what is it? 87 to 92. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I think to be honest, and maybe it's a recency bias for me, but I'm, I'm saying Arnold number one and I'm saying Van Damme number two. Yeah. And then I would put, I would put Seagal number three. And, and yeah. I, I like Stallone and all those other guys, but those movies don't resonate with me yeah. like these other ones do. They're Stallone great. Is, Stallone is more stinkers, but his great ones are great. Yeah, so it's, Rocky, it's, Rambo, yeah. like they're but, fantastic. But I might put Van Damme as an action star. I might put him ahead of Stallone. Obviously, I, I, I'm a Rocky. I'll, I'll watch all the Rockies all day. And, I, you know, Demolition Man is one of my all-time favorite action movies. And Van Damme doesn't have anything that touches, to me, something like Demolition Man. Um, I feel like Van Damme's movies are more, well, how, how, what's the best way to describe this? Like straight martial arts. 
and less Hollywood. Is that? A, I know what you mean, but like I they guess- seem lower budget, and not that they look bad, but it seems like they're they're more simplified than maybe a Stallone movie ever would have been. That's fair. At, I mean, at, at, at this point in time. You could say Universal Soldier was more like Hollywood slash budget, but I also yeah, look at that, that as like B tier compared to like a Demolition Man, even though it's a yeah. great movie. Mm-hmm. Like I, I could see what you mean though. It was yeah. huge because it was him and Lundgren, but it, yeah. it's like this movie, I mean, I didn't know about this until I got older. Even Lionheart, like I hadn't watched that until recently. Like, and I've always seen Bloodsport, Kickboxer, Time Cop, like those are the ones, and Sudden Death, like the ones that we've done yeah. are the ones that I always recognize him with. And, yeah. and you know, you could look at some of these other ones, like even Double Impact, like I hadn't seen that until I was much older. And Hard Target. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Detective Lewis Burke or Louis Lewis. I think they call him Lewis, but it should be Louis. Louis. What uh, are this guy's motivations? Like what, you you mentioned in the beginning, like you don't remember what happened. Like this will be a good yeah. test for you. What What is this guy doing in the beginning of the movie? Do you remember? I don't know. All I know is he's fighting this super villain called the Sandman, <laughs> who I love. What, awesome. a, what a monster the Sandman was, right? And then he's he gone. Literally he's, a monster. He's, he's there and he's gone, man. He took five <laughs> shots to the chest. <laughs> talking shit the whole way through. And then all of a sudden we're like in a boardroom or meeting where he's like talking to, to some cops about going undercover in a prison to help solve a um, string of murders in the prison. But like, did it have anything to do with Sandman or did I, did I miss something there? No. And it, it's funny because I knew Sandman was going to come back around because mm. the, you don't just show like a immortal yeah, guy. That guy doesn't just stay dead. <laughs> right. He got shot five times. He's probably all cracked up. Right. Dude, that, doesn't, that doesn't kill a crack crack guy. My favorite part about, I will, man, we'll just talk about it now, but like the whole opening scene, if you haven't seen this movie, you should go watch it. It's on HBO Max right now as of March, 2023. But he's like lurking around and the Sandman is like hiding in a closet, but he's wearing, he's wearing pajamas. Yeah, he's wearing pajamas. <laughs> he's freaking Sandman. It's, is that his, is that his he, uniform? He, he's not wearing uh, a wife beater and a, a kendo stick and, uh, yeah. and, and smashing a beer over his forehead like, like ECW. It's not that Sandman. No. It's pajamas get you in your sleep, Sandman. He's is got that, a gimmick. Is, that, <laughs> I was gonna say, is it on purpose that he's wearing that? He's because, leaning in. Like, I didn't know or if he just woke up because it was it's really ambiguous. Like he's in this <laughs> he just place. just woke up. Like, he just got so to murder high somebody. on crack, Drew, that there's no way that man has slept in the last, <laughs> he, I don't know, he, week. He did look like a meth head because his hair was yeah. all ripped out and everything. Yeah. You know? He's on something. He's on something because you don't just take five to the chest and not and not feel it. I, I think Burke is kind of a badass, though, because think about it. He's a Canadian Mountie cop. And he. you mentioned you're not sure if this connects to the rest. But the whole reason, like these guys come up, it's like Mexican gang members and he just like high kicks the guy to the face, yeah. which is incredible. And then they, the other guys just backed off, but he was about to get, get roughed up in, in this rough part of LA. Yeah. So when, when your first move is a kick to the face, like that's when you know not to mess with it. Yeah. Don't mess with this dude. Don't mess with a guy who starts with a kick to the face. Yeah. And, and I can't even get my foot up there. <laughs> I'd fall over. Let alone <laughs> think about it being my first move. The best part about this whole scene, though, is like he's going to avenge. He's a cop, so it's essentially he's rogue. He's a vigilante at this point. Vigilante, yeah, vigilante. Justice. He's essentially a vigilante justice. He goes to avenge his partner, and they didn't see. I need this. Like reminds me of Kindergarten Cop when we see Arnold Schwarzenegger in the beginning hunting after 
the the ponytail guy. I mean, I can't even remember the his name right now at this point. Yeah, I forget. It's good. It's, it's oh a good name. God. It's a good name. It's slipping. My How mind, can my mind. I forget this name? Yeah. Colin Crisp. Oh, Colin, Colin Crisp. Crisp. How did I forget that? It's like one of the most iconic yeah. last row villains here. Colin Crisp. But anyway, it reminds me that I need a prequel of Lewis Burke and his partner going after the Sandman. Like yeah. that's the end of another movie in my opinion. Yeah. Chasing this him. guy down for the whole movie. I want to see that. Me? I'm in. I'm in. I need a, a prequel here. Because we got not not nearly enough of him in the beginning. And then he shows up at the end in the prison and it's like, oh yes. God, this could have been the whole movie. Who cares about that. the about the about the organs? Organ trade. Who cares about that? Just have him evading the Sandman in prison. For 90 minutes. That's what I need. And I need the, the like the end, the beginning of this movie is the end of another great movie that I we, we got yeah. robbed from. Yeah. And I think it sets up though, but it does set up how badass Burke is because he doesn't care about your American laws, man. He doesn't care about that. He just wants to avenge his partner. And he, yeah. he jacks this guy up as, after he jumps out of a closet in his pajamas. And, <laughs> you know, you know, you're in for a fun ride when this happens. Like when I, when I saw this, I'm like, all right, I'm in, I'm in. And then they take you to the boardroom, like you said. So do you do you remember what happened here? Like I, I I don't want to quiz you and grill you here, but they set him up. What were they trying to do? I mean, I don't know. All, the only thing I know is is that there's a lot of prisoners that are dying with like a very in a very specific way, a, a ice pick to the back of the head or something, yeah. right? Yes. And they're just gone, right? And and that, the prisoners are kind of scared. They don't know what's going on, and they're going to send Van Dam in there to investigate. And try to solve the murders and see what's going on, who's doing this, and try to stop this. I, I mean, is there anything more dangerous here? Like Damn. they and and I have lots of questions, and maybe we'll wait till we get to some of the other villains of this thing. But like, I don't know if this was done on purpose or they sent him in to fail, make it look like they were trying. Like, oh, we got to send isn't, in somebody. Isn't that like the classic movie mistake of of the bad guys trying to get away with uh, crooked cops? Yep. Is when they send a. A guy that's way too capable too good. of solving the crime in to do the job. But I guess if you send in like a guy who sucks, then it yeah. doesn't look like you're trying. And it's but like, maybe, oh, maybe they're. <laughs> well, first of all, they probably didn't know that he can kick people like that. Like they True. didn't know. They never saw him kick anybody. Second of all, maybe it's like a U.S. Canadia, Canadia, U.S. Canada <laughs> bias where it's like, this guy's from Canada, Canadian Mountie. Yeah, this guy can't, I can't solve a crime. <laughs> like they're totally downplaying the fact that this guy is, you know, he's a crack cop. He's a crack detective. I They did use it to their advantage in, in how they positioned it, right? So I think it's either the smartest plan of all time or the worst plan of all time. But they sent him in because they said nobody will recognize him. He's from Canada. Then no one's yeah. going to know who this guy is. So right. he could blend in and yeah. he could get away with being undercover. Nobody's Nobody should theoretically know who this dude is. He never sent anyone that's in that prison to jail. Yeah. At this point, right. Yeah. So, but I, I do you think that they paid him to do this? Like, I thought he, they just told him you got to do this. Like, what What was the exchange? Do, what no, do you think? It was a question. Like, do you want to do this? But like, it that can't be part of his regular cop salary. There's no way. <laughs> How much it's is the, it worth? It's the definition of overtime, of be, above and beyond, right? So you wouldn't do this for free? No, it's not part of my duty as a cop. Are you serious? <laughs> Go to jail? I don't, I don't know the motivation. Like okay. there was no motivation. All right. So yeah, it's not like he's he's doing it for further revenge, right? It's not right. that way anymore. All right. Let's say in 1990, his salary, maybe US dollars. <laughs> you want to call it 50? 
And that might even be generous. Yeah, that's generous. Probably because we like Call cops. 50. It's like a joke. Oh, cops don't make anything. It's like, oh, it's a thankless job. Whatever. All right. Let's Call say 50. he makes. Let's say he makes fifty in 1990. You got to at least double that. You know, there's got to be a 50k bonus to get me to go to jail, right? Yeah, I would think. Like what I don't they, know. What if they forget about you? Like kind of, they already kind of didn't care well, about that. Him. What, w- if, what if he just gets stuck in there forever? Because like there's no the there's no guard on the inside that also knows he's a cop, which is a total flaw in the plan. The guard should definitely know that he's a cop, but they couldn't know because there was this corruption in this prison, crooked, so they yeah, weren't sure. Possibly crooked, yeah. You know, so it ultimately, I mean, it ultimately was completely crooked. But the whole thing of this is like, man, you better have the biggest balls in the world to yeah, go and do this I mean, because. This guy. Yeah. Think about this. Like, I don't even know how much you could pay someone to do this, but when you're yeah. undercover, I mean, thinking about like the departed, like no one can know this. Yeah. Like, like yeah, Leo, Leo was in danger of, of getting left alone. Yeah. And they made yeah. it seem like it was just the people in this boardroom. It was, I think it was the district attorney or like the, the, uh, attorney general or something. So mm-hmm. the, the whole, the whole point of this was that the governor was, didn't want to look bad because there was all this stuff going down in this prison. There's all these random murders. So it's going to hurt his reelection. And then you had like these, these lawyers and all that stuff. And then you had the, the girl, Amanda Beckett, who was supposed to play his wife or whatever. So he goes undercover. And I just think it was like completely risky because you're right. Like, what if you get stuck in there? Like, could you, first off, could you survive? Like I couldn't for sure. No way. Mm. (laughs) Like, I try to think it was realistic for him. Well, for him. Yeah. But you're talking about me or you for him. Yeah. He's, he walks in there, the toughest guy in prison already. They didn't know it though. But would you would you step to him? You know? I don't think I would. If you were if you were a a prison badass, you you'd you'd been there a couple of years already. You're used to punking people, right? Like would you step to him? Does he look like the type of guy you could take? And, and I guess like he didn't have tattoos. He didn't have like any obvious signs of like he got gashed up or anything, no mm-hmm. scars, no visible scars. He kind of looks like a pretty boy, right? He kind of does. You saw how high his jeans were, right? Yeah. He's like, nice. He's, he's very nice demeanor, right? He had the high waisted jeans. He was ripped, but you couldn't tell. No, because he didn't see him naked. He's incognito ripped. He doesn't, he's not ripped until he flexes it. His True. arms are not huge until he starts flexing. You saw his meaty thighs, though, man, when he was yeah. sitting in solitary. Well, he's got those jeans on, man. <laughs> got those you can't, thick you legs. can't tell. You can't tell. <laughs> he's got those Dalton jeans on. They're just like, yeah. they, they, they suck the, the, the meat in. I would not step to him. I'll tell you that because yeah. I, you don't know who anybody is. Yeah. But I think this gets into the, like, the whole prison rules. Like, obviously, there's stereotypes of prison. And there's mm-hmm. real things. And you, you watch people. But like in a movie, let's, let's talk about yeah. the movie prisons, right? Yeah. Like you almost have to establish yourself right away. Right? Do you? you have to? Do you? But I don't know. Like, like I don't know what's real. Like, do you? Do you got to beat somebody up, or or is it best just to lay low and not, I don't, not make eye contact with anybody? He tried. I mean, it's I don't know. To me, this reminds me of like the first time you go to school. You go to a new school. Right? He's at a new school. Yeah. He's got to find his crew. He's like trying to yep. eat lunch. He sees Hawkins, the dude who plays Rafiki, the the voice yes. of Rafiki, very famous actor. He is like a clerk at the desk. He was nice to him when he got his number, right? When he checked into prison, yeah. But this is 1990 in the prisons. Yeah. He like didn't you're know not allowed works. to cross groups here. He didn't know that. He wasn't allowed to eat with black people and these 
supposed to be with the white people, which yeah. is a shame because there isn't normal white people. It's white supremacists yes. are the white people. That's what I mean. And like, yeah. if you're not a white supremacist, do you have to be one? Like, I wouldn't. Like, but what yeah, do you do? But, but like, what do you do? But what do you do? And he didn't. He didn't want to do it. Yeah. Like, I think he he kind of tended to himself, right? It seemed like that. Like, they made him sit with these other guys and they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, but he didn't want to hang out with them. Yeah. Like, like he kind of did his own thing. But like, let me let me ask you this. Like, and this is, you know, we're, we're getting to the, to the races and things like that. If you're a white guy who refuses to get in line with the white supremacists, right? I think you're Do dead. you get beat up worse by the white supremacist guys than you would by the black guys or the Mexican guys and all those other guys? It in 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 a movie, yes, you get yeah. your ass handed to you. But you like, die. do you think the black guys and the Mexican guys would leave you alone, and you'd solely get beat up by the white supremacists, or would you get beat up by all the groups? I think maybe the other groups don't go after you because it's like you're already getting yeah. enough by your you've own proven group. that you're not against them yeah you're not a racist by, because you're not associating but, with them but by outwardly dissing the white supremacists you're gonna okay. get got you're gonna get got yeah but i mean and, and then the other groups no matter what version of they are whether it's a gang or, or a racial group like they're not gonna go save you because they no, can't they're not. do yeah, that they're just gonna leave you alone which it's kind of good but like you probably get beat up worse by by the white supremacists, yeah, because I they because they feel disrespected. <laughs> it's pretty like, but at the same time, I don't, don't want to like align myself with these kind of people. You but you're talking about self preservation. I think I don't you're know. dead. I at a certain point, I like I, I like to think that I would be able to fight like for a while. I think I will die. I'm just gonna get you, man. Get you. <laughs> well, what did you think of his whole roommate situation? So Konefki, his name was yeah. the second he gets in the bunk. He, he, he steps to him, right? Like, yeah. you said it. Like, he tries to take him. Do you think that was the right move? Like, was he trying to establish dominance or was he just testing him? Yeah, he tried to get a beach from him right away. Like, see if this guy will do it, you know? Hey, man, if you don't have money, then you got you to gotta pay, quote unquote, other ways. Did he really right? want him to do that or was it just a, oh, a power yeah, thing? I, I don't think he wanted money at all. I think he wanted the beach, <laughs> right? <laughs> he was going there. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, I think if you're a slime ball, you know, and you're getting a new cellmate, you do want to try to establish dominance, not do- dominance. Now, that guy is lucky that Van Dam isn't also a slime ball because that would have easily been a reverse situation on, <laughs> yeah. on what's his name? Konefki. Konefki? Konecki? I don't even know how to say yeah. it. I mean, he would have been screwed, right? Yeah, if Van Dam was the type to, to try to seek payment. Literally yeah. screwed. <laughs> I mean, I just, they had a weird thing where he tried to basically assault him immediately. Yeah. Van Damme establishes his own, his own dominance there. And then, and then like immediately they become friends. Like, I didn't really understand that whole dynamic where Van Damme, cause he's just trying to solve the murders. Like yeah. he, he's got to be friends with whoever he can. He went into the other camps of the other races and groups that were, was really seedy. He just needs some information. And and he kind of got free passes, right? Like He did. I don't know if it's his charm, but like nobody really fought with him. Aside I, from the people that were just like outwardly jerks, right? I think it was probably because they he tried to be friendly with them. Like he tried to be friends with Hawkins. He tried to be friends with some of the other guys. Outside of the dude, uh, the I think the Mexican gang member that he fought in the laundry room. When yeah. the, he he disrespected him because he was trying to save Hawkins, and that guy yeah. had it out for him. So yeah. outside of maybe the the uh, the Mexican gang, like it didn't seem like anyone really wanted to go no, after. Him. He was pretty respectful to everyone. 
I think once they saw him fight, maybe they were like, oh, this guy. Well, let's leave this guy alone. <laughs> Let me, I'm going to ask you something completely unrelated. Uh-huh. Another prison thing. How many days would you hold it in before you decided that you were comfortable enough taking a dump in so, that toilet that's like so open? We're worried about sexual assaults, <laughs> shivs, murders, all this kind of stuff. You're worried about pooping in front of people? <laughs> It's a it's a legitimate concern. I'm not gonna lie. Are you a shy pooper? Because I I probably am. I don't. I, I I am, and I don't like going in yeah. a public restroom if I can avoid it. But no like walls, man. There What's, there's nothing so it's, here. It's the wiping, isn't it? It's all of it. I mean, it's the wiping. I mean, you could poop in front of people, and like, but the fact that you have to wipe after, like that's that's a personal and private thing. Yeah. Everyone's got their own technique. Yeah. Like and I don't like, know what kind of perv is looking though. Like are any, are any, is anybody I, really hey, looking? Man, they're you're in prison. They're, they're probably looking. looking. They're looking. Or or does just nobody care at all? Because it's like whatever. This like get out of here. But like imagine just going right in front, like next to your bed. That's yeah. what you're doing. The toilet's right it's like, there. Your, it's your like, roommates going. Yeah. So you got Burke and and Kanefki, Kanefki, and like they're chatting. They're chatting. They're still you know. Kenefki gets off his bed. They're still talking about what they're talking about. And like, he, he just, just sits down. He just sits down and it's like normal. It's like, dude, <laughs> act like, act like there's a wall. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, so they talk about it in American restrooms. There's the gap and the, and the floor. <laughs> you can see the feet, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, this is what, this is what people come to the last for podcast for like yeah. bathroom etiquette. So, but in, in Europe, did you know this, that they have like full wall, like f- ceiling to floor stalls and, oh, yeah? and some places that I've been to also here, like if you go to like a certain restaurants and stuff, they'll have that. But like, isn't that so much better? And the reason why they don't do that in most American restrooms from what I'd heard is they don't want people like either shooting up or sleeping in the bathroom, like homeless yeah. people. I think it's a safety thing. I it think. is. Yeah. But wouldn't you much rather have a floor to ceiling like door that you could just I think close. So. I think Much so. But private. There's no problem with some people seeing your feet. I don't care. I don't like it. My feet. I don't like Unless, it. But like if you're in school, it's like, oh man, I know. <laughs> bad he's taking a dump. Bad way shoes. Look, he's taking a dump. It's like no one's really said that, but everyone <laughs> thinks that that's going to be a thing that's going to be said, right? <laughs> you think you're right. You think that someone's thinking it, so yeah. it makes you it makes yeah. you feel like self-conscious. the conversation in the hallways of high school is not oh, bad ways taking a shit. <laughs> It's like okay, and like, where are you going with this? Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter. <laughs> Who cares? Everyone, but does. like in everyone's mind, it's like oh, I don't want I don't want that. It's but a like, vulnerable it's not thing. Ha- it's not happening. I I I didn't mean to take this into the dumps. Literally, no, like I didn't. I, I just but I think about that. Like if you're in prison, like I think you're right. We're worried about shivs. We're worried about all this other stuff. And I'm sitting here thinking, like I wouldn't I'm probably I'm be holding it in a couple days. I can't go in the bathroom Man, there. How am I going to do this? I can't I can't go there. So you you you're more worried about pooping than showering but see i guess you gotta here's the other thing right you gotta yeah. poop in there because it's like one of the most vulnerable positions you could be in yeah. you don't want to get shivved while you're taking a dump well then like, think just, about that. it's just you and your roommate though so it's right. fine so yeah. it's better because you're locked in it's like not like a communal in. shitter where it's like there's 12 <laughs> shitters lined up and you're all <laughs> pooping next to each other <laughs> like the trough yeah <laughs> But that's that's the thing, right? So if they had that, that's worse. <laughs> because yeah. would you rather? So would you rather get murdered taking a dump, or would you get rather get murdered in the shower while you're oh, taking a shower? I'll definitely get murdered in the shower, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no doubt about it. Because you, you can't be sitting while you're getting murdered. No, yeah. You'd rather be standing to get murdered. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. 
<laughs> I, yeah. I mean, the thing or, is the shower, you're right. Is Or is, like you see it coming, right? And right. like you got your pants around your ankles. Like that's, nobody wants that. You can't get up. No, the, you because, don't, you, they don't want, you don't want people finding your dead body with your pants around your ankles. You just don't want that. Yeah. And a dirty butt. Like you can't, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. like a, I mean, it's going to happen anyway because when you die, I guess it they happens, say, yeah, yeah, that's what they say. But hey, I mean, if you go and it's all clear and then you get killed, you know, then hey, that's true. Then you're, then you're clear. Then so you're if clear. you're, let's say there was a community bathroom, yeah, just twelve in you, a row, or are they back yeah. to back six and six? So you know, preemptively, you've got to take your pants completely off so you can run away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you have to make a quick escape, because yeah. if you if you do. If you don't, you're going to trip. You're going to trip, and then you're done. I'm sorry. Just give, us, give yourself a chance to get <laughs> totally away. T- this, I'm sorry, guys. What I'm movie sorry. are we doing? Doesn't I'm matter. sorry. This is listen, my fault. Listen, nobody's watched this movie, all right? And, like, it's fine. <laughs> and they should, because it's a good movie. But <laughs> they came for, for the toilet talk I'm sorry, and, and guys. the prison talk. They came I'm for the prison talk. I'm sorry, but I'm not. I, no. I, but you, seriously. If you're going to go to the bathroom in a communal bathroom, you better take your pants all the way off yeah, so you so can run away. Is, uh, Drew knows that, you know, take it from him. If they come for you, yeah. you, you better. You better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, when I, when I poo in my house, I, I go naked just in case I have to escape. <laughs> you never know. You gotta, if someone, if someone breaks in, you got to run away. Do, do you ever think in your mind, like if you're, if you're in the bathroom in, in your house, like normal day, yeah. what if the shit goes down? What if somebody bursts through do the do? door? What do you do? Have you ever thought about that? I think about that. Uh, yeah, it's, you it's irrational. Be, it's irrational, but I but think about it. But you have to be. You got to be thinking about the exit. That's what's just, my plan. Yeah, that's safety. What's my plan. Yeah, that's safety. <laughs> so really, I should have sneakers on and no pants. No pants. So or maybe, or maybe, maybe like gym shorts that I could easily pull up, <laughs> but, even with a with a dirty butt. But the. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Last Row Podcast. <laughs> Hey, give us a five-star review, please, on Apple Podcasts. Prestige. <laughs> oh, my God. Should we get back to the movie? I don't know. If I, maybe we should. Uh, what, how, do you, how do you think that, that Van Damme did in prison? What do you think he did? How, how would you rate his establishing himself by the, trying to make friends with different groups and all that stuff? He's an A-plus inmate. He established dominance. He kicked people's asses who stepped to him to the point where nobody wanted to really fight him anymore until the Sandman showed up. And then everyone was rooting for the Sandman because they knew that, you know, Sandman's the only guy that could beat him. The goddamn Sandman. The Sandman, man. So, so yeah, he was great. I mean, he was nice to everyone, fought who he had to fight, and sneaking around that prison, which, by the way, very low security, if you ask me. Oh, my like, God. It looked like a, a movie prisoners, set, basically. Prisoners were just walking all over the place. One guy has a whole level to himself. Yeah. The basement. You know, the basement with a nice bed. Priest. Yep. What do you think? So what do you think of priest and and his whole like operation? Man, when he when they said we're going to see the priest, I really thought it was going to be a religious guy. Yeah, me too. You I know? did too. Not for lack of a better term, uh, like a pimp. Yeah, <laughs> essentially that's what it was. Yeah. No, the priest was fine, and I, I thought the priest was going to be meaner than he was. Priest ended up being a nice guy too. It was cool because he had money. Like I think Why if he there? didn't have money, it'd be different. And like his his roommate, his cellmate ended up being nice. Why were there so many nice guys in this prison? I, that's true. Like normally you think this would be like everyone going after each other. And it kind of yeah. was, I guess, with some of the gangs, but is it because he's so good and he was so nice to everybody that he ultimately like made friends with them all? And that's why they were nice, but you're right. No, like, I think they were, I think they were nice because he was tough. He was he's, tough. He kicked, he kicked the guy's ass real quick in the lunchroom and word got around like, all right, we can't mess with this guy. 
I we got to talk a little bit about some of these other things. I want to talk about the plan in a second and Sandman, obviously, but the whole thing of him trying to solve this murder. I mean, he's going, he's making friends through this thing. But this this woman Amanda Beckett return of Sandy Bonatoni from Short Circuit Two, the triumphant return. <laughs> she the actress who's who's back for this movie. She's playing his wife, so she's a lawyer and she works for the the office that sends him undercover. Oh, that's oh, she's a lawyer. Yeah, she's she a lawyer. A, I thought she was a cop too. No, she's like a okay. lawyer. And the whole situation was that she's supposed to pretend to be his wife. I mean, I that's what it said. She was a lawyer, but maybe she yeah. was also a cop. But she was sneaking him in things. She kept going to see him. Did you get the sense that the prison guards were like suspecting something? Because yeah. they didn't look like a couple, in my opinion. It's all her fault, too. Like She showed up the most professional looking of all yes. time. Don't you have to like do it up where you look like... Trashy? You know, for lack of a better term, like Jersey trash. Like yes. where you're just like hair's blown out to all, all hell. Yes. He I, called I'm her out on of, it. I'm thinking of like, like, a, like a Peggy Bundy type situation. Yes. Right? Yeah. He called her out on it. Big hair, leather pants, you know, that whole thing. Cleavage show. Gemma. Gemma. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he, she, she showed up looking like a cop. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, He's like, you're going to get me killed. Like, yeah. it was ridiculous. It's like, whoa, stop looking so good. You're going to get me killed here. Yeah. I thought it was interesting, too, like the way that she kept showing up and they were, they were, they were doing this. But did you find the conjugal visit thing like a little weird and just Man. out of place? Yeah. So when, like, he got a conjugal visit with her, which is just another way for them to meet. It was just after he had been put in solitary confinement and he had only been in prison for like a month, right? Yeah, it was not so like, <laughs> do you get a conjugal visit a month after prison? Dude, talk about that room too. Like, you think they clean that place out? Hell no. Oh, That's man. like a get busted the, get, out RV. Get the black, get the black light, light out. Get the black light out, man. <laughs> Not going in that it's room. That's gross. Why do you think they did it on the on the kitchen counter? Yeah. Well, how about, yeah, everyone's got yeah. that idea, yeah. though. <laughs> if they did it, I mean, it was, it was widely assumed that they did it. I think it was like, weird that they did. And like, she had shown no romantic interest in him before that, right? They were kind of falling for each other a little Maybe, bit. Uh, yeah. But it like was. She, she was happy that he was saying to her, good job. Because she's like a rookie. Yeah. She's like, you know, straight out of college or whatever. I thought they had good chemistry for what it's worth, yeah, to be honest. Sure. I mean, yeah. he did recommend the, the computer hacker that was his best guy that was a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just thought it was odd. Like, you know, I heard, I heard a, um, it's a false thing that conjugal visits exist. Oh, it's not real? I don't know. I hear that it's not real. Like, you don't get conjugal visits in prison. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like, it's a weird thing in general, yeah. isn't it? Like, <laughs> But really, if you do it. If you do it regularly, maybe there'd be less violence. It probably, probably does maybe, reduce the amount of violence. Maybe. Let everybody have some. <laughs> you have to have a willing person. Like, and like well, if, you got to be married or have like a You got to be married or like, hey, if there's like prostitution was legalized or something, you know. Yeah. Then like, hey, you know, get your commissary funds out, you know, <laughs> save up. <laughs> Could you imagine the people complaining about the taxes going to that? It'd be like yeah, ridiculous, yeah. right? Mm, yep. <laughs> I, I, don't no, know. I, I hear it's fake. I hear it's fake. There's no such thing. I don't know too much about this love story. It doesn't really matter. I, I Look, we could go on and on about this movie. There's there's like two things I want to talk about before we, yeah, <laughs> we talk Let's, get, let's get to the damn Sandman already, right? I want to talk about <laughs> Vulgar and the plan because you, yeah. you alluded to it at the beginning. And I, I kept thinking about this the whole time. Like, why did they send this guy in? Were they trying to make it look like they were trying? Yeah, like, but, what was like said, the deal with it? Like I said earlier, this is a classic movie mistake for, for, for bad cops is to send a guy that's too good in to make it look like they're trying everything they yeah. can. When, and what did you think of – so Volger is, is 
the main guy. He's the one that Amanda's working for. She suspects that it's her boss that's in on this. And anyway, long story yeah. short, like it turns out that there's this giant shocking plan that Beckett or Volger, I'm sorry, is um the 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 main bad guy and he's the one yeah. and like we're not even gonna villain scale him because he's not worth it like it's not yeah. it's not worth it and the Sandman is is too badass but like he's not barely in it he's barely in the but movie. like Volga reveals reveals this whole plan because his wife needed a, a liver transplant and he yeah. couldn't use his power to basically get her this liver mm-hmm. so he created this whole scheme to basically steal an organ from prisoners and then he liked it so much that he just kept doing it and they were making money and all these guys were in on this thing. Like, what do you think of this plan? And isn't this guy like super weak? Because when he gets found out, like he just is like, oh, oops. Oops. <laughs> like, it was like to yeah. catch a predator situation. So two things. Once about the plan itself, right? Is it such a bad plan? No, it's smart. To be honest. He, I mean, he said it pretty, pretty in a very crappy way. They're, don't think of them as humans, right? But on the other hand, if it's scum of the earth, yeah, I mean, am I gonna? Is this wrong of me to say? Maybe it's not the worst thing in the world. Get some people, some some. some where's the last row? Some of organs. Where, where's the last row ethics committee here? We gotta get the only only if they're super guilty. All right, I know there's innocent people in jail, but only if they're super guilty. I gotta all send right? bad way to the ethics committee here. Yeah. This is. I mean, I, I could have this. I could have this argument. You know, I could have it. I, I I might be swayed in in the other direction easily. But I could start on the one side and see what's going on. If, if you're if if you're a movie villain, it's a great plan. Yeah, you justify but, it yourself. It's like any great heel. And they they went on with this a long time. So when they you mentioned at the beginning when the first the doctor was like, oh, A B plus, that's rare. And then you yeah. saw the the thing got dumped, and they're like, oh, it's medical waste. Yeah. Like I assume that was just a giant vial of blood that they were transporting, yeah. or like blood with like a a heart inside of it. Yes. And, yeah. and I mean, you're right. It's a great plan, yeah. but like, you're right. He's an idiot because he sent in the guy that was too good and he got figured yeah. out mm-hmm. and he was trying to hide it the whole time. He clearly, you know, tricked Beckett and she thought that he was innocent. Yeah. And the other thing is that Beckett was like this, this guy was like a father to him. To yes. Her. So like she trusted him implicitly. Um, so what about when his wife, who he saved with a liver transplant from a prisoner, she's got scumbag prisoner liver in her body, right? <laughs> prison he, liver. He jumped, he jumped through all these hoops to get his wife a new liver. She walked in while he has a gun on his protege, right? Did it set did, for a second? Did you think that he was going to shoot both of them? He probably should have. And, and here's why, right? Because you think his wife's not going to divorce him after that? Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess she's, she, he saved his life, but yeah. But he's he, going the only down. reason the only reason he started a criminal enterprise is because of her to save her life. It would have been so hilarious to me if he just went shot her and then I mean, shot, shot his protege. Yeah. Well, shouldn't he have done something to Beckett? Like he revealed the plan and then he didn't do anything and then yeah. he just let her walk out. Like that's so, see now weak. what would have been realistic is if like if Beckett would have tried to walk away and all of a sudden the yes. wife pulls a gun out too. She's in on it too. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. Think about that. Or or the other guy, Keen, I believe his name was, it was her boss, the guy with the mustache. Yeah. He should have been waiting outside that room. Yep. He was lurking around and they didn't ever showed him. And and like they then and, and they can get away with not killing her by saying to her, listen, you don't say an effing word, or else we're gonna kill Van Damme in prison. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. 
And that's ultimately what they decided to do, right? When Van Damme was doing too well, yeah. they send in the Sandman. Send in the Sandman. And it's like, oh, you know, this why guy the hell is still he alive? Tra- <laughs> is he still alive? This guy took five Dude, to the chest. This you guy can't kill him. is straight up immortal, in my yeah. opinion. Like, he's immortal. And, like, the thing that I love about the Sandman is he's like a hero to the prisoners. They oh, bring him man. in and, like, they, he's a they celebrity. Loved him. They loved him. It's like, he's a celebrity. Oh. <laughs> it's like you almost root for him because they love him so much. They it's love- like, oh, man, this is nice. It's, it was nice. I know. To see everyone come together like that. It was nice. The black guys, the white guys, the Mexicans, the Chinese, they all loved them. It doesn't matter. Race race relations is cured in that prison That's because true. the Sandman's here. Right? Was he, is he instantly the boss? Is he the boss of oh, the place? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's the head honcho for sure. I mean, he instantly assaults Van Damme. They hang him up in the shower ultimately, yep. and they, he, he basically stabs him, but the, he doesn't. He's like, I'm not going to kill you. What's him. worse? What's worse in prison than like a molester? A cop. Yeah, a cop. So they they basically out him as a cop, yeah. and ultimately all the guys want to kill him. And dude, can I tell you, like the last half hour of this movie, the last twenty minutes of this movie were awesome. Mm-hmm. You got like a prison break riot. Yeah. You got the everybody going against each other. See, yeah, let's Great. erase let's erase the organ part of this movie, right? Yes, and have this happen thirty minutes in. Yes, and then have an hour straight of Van Dam trying to survive. Everyone in the prison trying to kill him because they know he's a cop. I love it. I would love it. Like, I, I, I think Sandman is Vigo the Carpathian. He mm. was shot. He was stabbed yes. in, in the head. Like you said, he fived to the chest. Yep. He was thrown into a literal he furnace. Was burned. He was burned. Like, yep. Can we talk about the fight here? Can we talk yeah, about it? I don't, I don't know. What we, like, it's just ridiculous. And he was goading Van Damme into, like, I don't know doing what. You heard it in the beginning. He throws a wrench at him. He throws a goddamn wrench oh, at him. And, and by the way, I've, I've picked up those wrenches before. Those, I mean, like 30 pounds. I mean, they're, they're not nothing, you, <laughs> you know? did it like a boomerang. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, did you like the whole cat and mouse game that he was playing? Because I, I thought yes. that the Sandman was criminally underused in this. Yeah, because it, it added to his aura where he's not human. He's like taunting him from like the heavens. I thought the guy who played him looked awesome too. Like the way that they used him, he had the busted up hair. He didn't have his pajamas in here. He, he no. I guess you can't have that. You got to have the prison. Well, but then he, he had a, he had a, he had a, like a cop's uniform on he did. by the end. He yeah. put the jacket on, which yeah. made him look <laughs> it was like yeah. his prize. Yep. But I, I thought, so was he just the total wild card, wild card? Like he's going against the guards and everything too. Mm. Like, I thought the Sandman was was just not in this enough, and yeah. the final fight is so awesome. It's basically, it's basically like the Kumite, right? Like mm-hmm. they're fighting outside of this furnace, and Van Damme's all greased up, looking super ripped, and they get into this fight, and you got all the prisoners around them. Like you no. couldn't pay and, to yeah. be at a fight like this and set the scene. It's like around them, and like there's I don't know six levels, four four to six levels of stairs, circular. Where like all these yeah. prisoners are like looking down on them in like a fight pit style. Dude, it's like what a setting. What a setting. It was awesome. And the furnace is going and and there's fire and yeah. they're just and kicking you each could other's tell. ass. Like it, there was there was a, a a palpable sense of heat during this fight too. A very, very well shot. We don't break down scenes like this very often, but the very underrated final fight scene for a movie that doesn't get a ton of love. No, and 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 I think this this kind of this kind of fight 
is probably like one of the best kind of fights that you would see in like this in this type of movie with the ambiance, the way it's shot. It's actually a good fight, I feel. And Van Damme's awesome in this scene, yeah. and the Sandman is great too. Like he gets literally thrown into a furnace. Did you think yeah. it was over when he got thrown into the furnace? No, because they always come back. They always <laughs> like how, come back. It's like a little fire is going to kill this guy. I, Get out of here. I, I I didn't think he would stand up and continue to fight after being burned, but. I mean, not that he didn't, he didn't even throw a punch. He stood up just to get kicked again, but, (laughs) but no, I mean, credit to him for like just proving his immortality. Yeah. I mean, immortality is like the perfect way to put it because he gets thrown into the furnace, like we said, and then he's burned alive essentially. And he jumps out and he's like, like, I thought that was absolutely ridiculous. I'll see if I can screen grab him jumping out of the furnace completely on fire. And then what happens? Van Damme kicks his head into a bolt? Yeah. The back the of his way. skull. Lucky, and he's still he's alive. Lucky, he's lucky that bolt was there because how else was he going to kill him? What was he going to do? And he's still alive still until alive. he basically pulls his head down. Jiggled his brain. <laughs> he says, you can't kill me. I'm the Sandman. It's like, I... We, we're lucky we didn't do villain and, scale on this. If, and if you don't think that he's going to show up as a ghost to haunt him for the rest <laughs> of his time, like you, you're mistaken. We're, we're lucky. In his dreams, the Sandman will come get him. All the other villains are lucky that we didn't villain scale this guy. I yeah. mean, it's not fair because he was barely in the movie, but yeah. this guy, I mean, he doesn't really even have a plan, but man. It's, yeah, I mean, he's, just a, he's, just, he's like the greatest henchman you could ever have. He's all-timer, yeah. man. So what happens after this movie? Does he get out? Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess he gets out. Like, I don't know who's vouching for him, the lawyer, the girl. But like, if the other guy wanted to, to contest it, I guess he could. You know this is a conspiracy that's going all the way to the top. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. They're probably throwing him back in prison. Yeah. He's, he's going to be murdered. If it wasn't by the Sandman, it's going to be by someone else. And I feel like there's no way. But do you think the bad guys get away with this? Like, what, what do you think happens to them? Like Vogler and all these other guys? Oh, well, if, if, if Van Damme gets out, then they, they got to be going down. And it's true. But- Here's the thing about Van Damme is if like, say he did get thrown back into prison, either that one or another one, Van Damme, which is he's because he's currently the ruler of that prison. That's true. So like when he beat the sand, when he beat him, everyone like let him go. Like he walked up the stairs and everyone was like, who had a beef with Van Damme is like, let him go. Let him go. He beat the Sandman. Like they're out of respect. They're like, this guy is the new king. Of the I love that. And I love it. So it only been a matter of time if he would have got put into another prison that he would command the same respect because clearly he's the king of prison. Yeah, it's like the guy that beat the Sandman. Yeah. I said, oh, that guy. That guy. It's like if you yeah. if you beat Chuck Norris, it's like the guy that beat Chuck Norris. The guy that beat Chuck Norris. Can't mess with him. Can't Do mess with him. That guy. Do whatever that guy Norris. says. Whatever that guy says goes. <laughs> I, I think you're right. And I, I was wondering like if he went back to Canada too because yeah. can he leave the States or are they just going to keep him here? We'll never know. The movie we'll just know. ends. It we'll ends with the and You know what? I credits. like that. That's that's a 90s thing. That's it a very is. 90s thing where you just end the movie with so many questions. Which I'm okay with. You're right. Yeah. Like, I like it. There's so no I, need to make it another 15 minutes. It's fine. We'll just end it. He beat Sandman, you, game over. In the pantheon of JCVD movies, and maybe this is the way we can close this thing out, like, where does this rank to you of maybe the ones that we've, we've done so far? Maybe the five that we've done now? Where uh, do you think this is? It's low on the list, but- Still very entertaining. I'll take Bloodsport over it. I'll take Sudden Death over it. I'll take Time Cop over it. I'll take Hard Target over it. But it doesn't make it bad. Like, fifth place is not bad in this situation. I am I was browsing HBO Max, and when you, you sent me, hey, let's do this movie, 
it's like, dude, I, I started watching this the other day. Like, I just wanted to watch it, and I yeah. really liked it. I thought it was fun. It was a good movie. Yeah. Maybe it got a little dull in the middle. It was like an hour and 29. It felt longer than that, but mm-hmm. I really liked it. I wasn't bored, yeah. and I had a great time watching this. Every scene where it wasn't Van Damme in prison, it was like, let's get back to Van Damme in prison. Yeah. And thankfully, it wasn't too many. So I think Perfect. overall, like he's super underrated. This movie's actually underrated. If you guys like this kind of movie, go watch it. It's on HBO Max, like I said, as of March 2023. And it's, it's certainly entertaining, if alone just for that final fight that you could see. That final fight is so good. And the Sandman, like... Get out the PJs, man. Yeah. Go go find the Sandman. Go 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 experience it for yourself. You won't be disappointed. Well, speaking of the Sandman, time to put these PJs on, oh, cut yeah. up my hair a little bit, <laughs> go take five to the chest. <laughs> no, it's it's like 4 a.m. here as as we tend to joke, but in actuality it is. So <laughs> if you guys enjoyed this episode, when you enjoyed any of the back catalog, check it out. Please consider subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. Check us out, thelastrowpodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Visit the website, thelastrowpodcast.com. Follow us on all the social channels at The Last Row Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And we'll be back in two weeks on Thursday, April 13th with a new episode for you guys. And on that note, we'll see you in two weeks. Do you like Van Damme's grunt over over other actors' grunts? I think I like it because they do it in slow motion. And I, I like that it's slow and sustained. And I think it's, it's good. It's over the top. It's underrated compared to some of the other movies. Like obviously, Arnold is like, like everyone knows that. That's more like Stallone, Stallone's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and Van Damme is like, ooh.